Block 58! Go! Green 18! Green 18! This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Well, welcome. We are just uh, at the top of the hour with about four and a half minutes to go in the contest. And for those of you that have been paying attention to the Packers and the Commanders, uh, I apologize. Because I know it's, in essence, homework for this program. But the question of the day comes from Aaron Rodgers. What are we doing? What are we doing? That's the question of the day. Packers right now just look awful, for lack of a better term. Just awful. This is this is an abysmal performance. Um, for a while, I tweeted it out a little while ago, the Packers, they, uh, they only had 90, 98 yards of offense. They're now up to 163 as they basically had to go four and five wides because they're down 23-14. And the drops continue. A.J. Dillon with yet another one. Uh, Rodgers, a uh, fourth and one. A.J. Dillon, first of all, shotgun again, fourth and one. A.J. Dillon in the backfield. And you throw what should have been a wide-out screen, and instead Sammy Watkins doesn't read the play properly. He takes off downfield. Between Yash Nyman's holding penalties uh, the fact that Alan Lazard cannot line up and cannot cover Mercedes Lewis on the line, so he ends up costing them. Uh, the penalties that have been consistent, it, it's it's been an abomination. And we talked during the week about this, that this, this goes back to the attention to detail, and a lot of this goes back to coaching. I don't know what happened to Matt LaFleur. I don't know why they're running things in a certain way, but man, oh man, oh man, it's just bad. I mean, it's it's bad from top to bottom. I mean, you, Aaron Rodgers is not uh, relieved of blame. Um, there's only so much you can do, but he, he's not absolved of it because he's had throws that have just looked terrible, throws in the dirt, trying to get guys to you know, bend over and pick it up. Hey, granted, there have been some passes that he threw that only the receiver could catch. So you expect your guys to make a play. This I said this earlier this week. This wide receiving core is a bunch of threes at best. At best. At best. Alan Lazard is nowhere near a one. All this talk about a great route. And he can be a great route runner. But when he's got a one and a two alongside... And he's open, and he's getting the third end of the coverage. But it, 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 this is an abomination. And I don't know if you just look at Matt LaFleur and go, you know what? Um, this looks like you're losing the team. That's what this looks like. It looks like you're losing the team. When Rodgers is yelling at you, what are we doing? As if to say, what are you calling? Why, why are you calling this crap? Um, so he doesn't believe in it, which means we all know what's happened in the past, right? What's all happened in the past? The last time we went through this scenario was Rodgers basically throwing the Mike McCarthy playbook out the window saying, guys, this guy's a moron. Let's just do what we do and started calling his own play. So I don't know if it's to that point yet. 
the only legit threat you have on a consistent basis is what Robert Tanyan, you know, Aaron Jones out of the backfield. And then there's the muffed punt from Amari Rogers who continues again to prove he has no value. He's a body right now. That's it. He has no value. None. I mean, (laughs) if you can't make it as a punt returner, first of all, you get the kickoff duties removed from you. And then you can't make it as a punt returner because you can't catch. It's, it's awful. Um, Aaron Rodgers just went what, about uh, 15 yards into Aaron Jones, and the Packers have just scored. So that makes it now 23-20 with 326 remaining in the ballgame. So we'll see if the Packers have a little fire left in them. Uh, beautiful, be- by the way, beautiful pass from Aaron Rodgers on the run. This is what the Packers do best. Once Rodgers gets outside of the pocket, we talked about this earlier this week, he has to have a guy or two to go to where he can envision the spot being open and throw the football. And that was the epitome of that. No huddle, shotgun, get into a rhythm. They had that pass that was incomplete. They had that uh, defensive pass interference right after that. And then Rodgers comes right back under center, throws deep after he scrambles off to the left, and uh, throws the touchdown, 21 yards. So Rodgers uh, to uh, Aaron Jones. And uh, the uh, point after will make it a two-point game, which now really, if, if the Packers should lose this one by that same margin, you look at the Amari Rodgers muffed punt, and you just you, you cringe. Because you, you right there, you gave them three points. And I give the defense credit because... They had held, they had gone three and out, then he muffs the punt, they have it again right there deep in Packer territory, then the Packers defensively held again and held him to just a field goal. But this is, you lose to this team, and this is uh, beyond disappointing. Uh, 877-867-1670, if you want to hit us up, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. You want to find us over on Twitter, you can, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. And you can also uh, hit us up over there on uh, on Facebook. You can watch the program live, too, on Facebook. Uh, simply facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. You can find us over on YouTube, uh, Bill Michael Show on YouTube. Just go there. Appreciate it if you subscribe to it. And that way when it pops on, it'll, it'll pop up on your phone. Uh, also, you can find us on Twitch TV, another great way to watch us uh, on your mobile device. And uh, if you want to follow us over on Twitter again, you can find us there as well. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Scott says, in the answer of what are we doing, he said we're taking a road trip back to 1985, which was not a great place if you were a Green Bay Packers fan from long ago. Man. Ah. Nick is hanging in there. He said, give us one stop. We're one score away. Uh, this one's from Jerry. He says, turn out the lights. The party's over. Uh, Tyler wants to know what's going on with his team. Uh, Doug says bad haircut equals bad offense. Uh, this offense is trying too hard to be something that they aren't. I would take it a step further saying they are calling plays for a team that no longer exists. They don't have three and four and five wides that are all ones and twos that have the capability to get downfield consistently and, and, 
you know, you don't have a Tariq Hill, you don't have a Jamar Chase, you don't have a Devontae Adams for that matter, you don't have a Chris Godwin, you don't have any of these guys. You don't have anybody even close to that. Sammy Watkins on that uh, pass interference that wasn't, uh, I, I tweeted out, I said it kind of looked like he gave up, but then again I went back and looked at the play, and uh, he didn't give up. He gave up because he wasn't anywhere near the football. He probably didn't want to pull a hammy again. Um, this one's from Steve who says we need to do better. Uh, Ken says can't wait for it. We're going to check the tape. Matt LaFleur will be red China, won't have any answers. Uh, that's, just, that, that's as predictable as the sun rising. Um, we continue on with everybody on the Bud Light live stream. Thanks for chiming in. What the hell is going on out there from Vince Lombardi? What an absolute train wreck. Lloyd says, and the Packers coaches this week wearing red China shirts to the post-game pressers. Uh, I'm sure, absolutely. Um, Jamie says, this is by far the worst Rodgers has ever had wide receiving core-wise, and the worst in the NFL, not even close. It's, uh, yeah, I, 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 it was funny because during the halftime, during half, uh, I got a question posed to me, and I think it came from, honestly, uh, I can't say that this person you know came up with this or something, uh, because I think that was what they were talking about on the Fox broadcast at half, is what would you do to fix this team? You know, if there was one thing you could point to to fix this team, what would it be? What would it be? Um, I'd ask for 10 more ways to fix this team. If you're asking me for like one wish, you know, um, you can look at a team that's playing undisciplined football, which is the reason for the penalties. Also, uh, you can look at this team and say, you know, if I could fix one thing, uh, the wide receiving core is completely inept. You have got uh, a complete mishandling and misuse of play calling at this point. Some of it is dictated by, um, by down and distance. When you keep shooting yourself in the foot and you keep starting out on a first down play that looks pretty good or a second down play that looks pretty good and you add a penalty on top of it and then you have to take it 10 yards back and instead of being a a second and four or a third and three, all of a sudden you're looking at a, a third and 13, uh, a second and 20. You know, when you, when you continually start in the hole like that, you're never going to be able to consistently dig out of that. And that's the reason the play calling gets kind of whacked. You know, um, um, William says, I get the fact that it's probably never done, but what would it take to get a number one like a DK Metcalf? Um, th- there's Chase Claypool. There's DK Metcalf. There's many names being kicked around right now that could possibly be on the market. Could possibly be on the market. If indeed, the, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Um, I don't know if I'm Pete Carroll. I want to give up DK Metcalf. That team's at least hanging in there. They're showing a little bit of fight and moxie. You know? Packers aren't doing that. Those teams are, I mean, the Seahawks are sitting at 3-3, three and three, a team that everybody pretty much left for dead. We were thinking, boy, they'd be, they'd be lucky to get one win. And look at where they're at, taking on a 4-2 and two Chargers team later on this afternoon. Actually, that thing's probably going to start here in about 15 minutes. Uh, some action around the rest of the uh, National Football League, by the way. Cincinnati, 35-17 over the Falcons, but they lose Jamar Chase in the process. He left the game and not quite sure what uh, what the, his problem is going to be. I, they they saw him pull up on a deep pass. They don't know if he pulled a hammy or something to the effect, but that could be a big loss for Cincinnati. Panthers, 21-3. You talk about a team that is uh, right now in flux. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Holy mackerel. 
Holy mackerel. They put up three points today. Three. That was it. What a di- You talk about a bad performance. Holy moly. 32 of 49 Tom Brady was today. 290 yards. He got sacked just once. He was chased around a little bit. Quarterback rating of 81.2. Mike Evans, nine catches, 96 yards. Chris Godwin, seven catches, 43 yards today. Uh, Leonard Fournette, eight carries, 19 yards. Less than two and a half yards a carry. Uh, Rondell White, six carries, 24 yards, four yards a carry. They just, they're having the same problems, really, that the Packers are having. And the offensive line is just not that good. And they're putting all the pressure on that defense. And that defense, while it's not giving up 35, 40 points a game, but right now you don't even need to. If you're giving up 16, 17 a game, the game's in question. Same with the Green Bay Packers. The commanders right now have, uh, what, 23 more plays run than Green Bay does. I mean, that's like unforgivable right now. It's 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 just awful. Um, so I don't know how else to put it, but uh, thanks to everybody uh, for chiming in and hitting us up over in the Bud Light live stream. As soon as the game's over, we're going to hear from inside the locker room. We're going to get comments from Matt LaFleur. We're going to get comments from Aaron Rodgers, which we would believe to be rather interesting because Rodgers looked extremely frustrated. Right now, Washington, 345 total yards to only 129 or 189, excuse me, 189 by the Green Bay Packers. 35-17 time of possession versus 22-30 right now. Taylor Heineke, 19 of 32, 188 yards, a couple of touchdowns, had the one pick six by Devondre Campbell. And remember, this offense, while there's 21 points on the board, seven of those belong to the defense. Think about that. This offense only able to muster 14 points against a rather what many of us thought to be inept Washington Commanders team. So, yeah, it's uh, it has not been a good day by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, long third and nine, Packers just gave it up. And we are now creeping in on the two-minute warning. So it's first and ten for Washington as the Packers defense now in the most crucial situations cannot get off the field. And one of the biggest issues today... Right now, Washington, they are 6 of 14 on third down. The defense just not getting off the field. In the biggest moments with the most pressure, uh, and underneath gets uh, by McLaurin, gets Jair Alexander, and uh, they converted the, the third down. And they are feeling it, and the Packers are not. This is a horrific performance, and this might be the beginning of the end of runs in the postseason. I don't even think we can go to the uh, Jim Mora playoffs comments yet because it's just, I don't even think it should be talked about. 877-867-1670, Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and uh, when we do, we'll open up the phone calls. We'll start to get your thoughts. We're sitting just about the two-minute warning right now as the Green Bay Packers trying to figure out some way defensively to give the ball back to a rather inept offense. And this will be the the, the scenario that we've talked about all season where you're going to miss big-time playmakers when you need them to step up the most and all you have is the pass. That's it. That's where you're at right now. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the uh, Green and Gold postgame show. And uh, today is a rough day. If you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. More coming up after this. 
This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Game show brought to you by good friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network and your green and gold post game show, your free zone to vent because I assume today is going to be a lot of venting as the Packers uh, they wind it down. They're trying to prevent a first down opportunity for the uh, the Washington Commanders. Uh, the clock is ticking and uh, this is it. Fourth down coming up. So we'll see if the Packers. Uh, are able to stay um, or get off the field, I should say, and get it back to the offense. Oh, by the way, Packers, no timeouts remaining. Par for the course for a team that can't get out of its own way. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, by the way, some Jay Sternberger, not that he really means too much to the organization, but he tweeted out, uh, I can't believe the Packers didn't draft McLaurin. Right? I got it. <laughs> Be a nice uh, a nice get offensively if you could do that. Uh, so they let it wind down to 27 seconds, and now we'll see what happens uh, as Washington calls a timeout. So we'll let you know. Uh, got a lot of people chiming in over on the Bud Light live stream. Feel free if you want to give us a call. Phone lines are wide open because this one's just as ugly as ugly gets. Uh, just a pathetic 20 unanswered points defense. Just can't get off the field on third down. Stupid penalties at crucial times. Uh, this one's from Mike who says, let's just be honest, they're not very good. Uh, Bill says, I'm not a fire every per everyone guy, but Matt LaFleur needs to go. He's lost this team and gets out coached in the biggest games. And this is, isn't even a big game. This is just a game you needed to have to kind of put the train back in the tracks. Uh, Dean says, LaFleur has 39 wins in three seasons. He's not going anywhere. Come on. I don't think so. I don't think he is. Uh, Scott says, we gamble with Rodgers, and we are going to pay for it in a few years. Um, maybe time to realize how bad the new offensive coordinator is with no identity. Uh, the administration has put this team in a bad position with picking up no help on the offense. Watkins is horrible. Uh, and then Isaac says, uh, yeah, Ch Charles says fire capers. Isaac says too much passing, uh, defense loves too much passing defense. Uh, love the floor. He pulls that run and gives the defense a chance to catch their breath all the time. Uh, the GM is mostly to blame says Frank and, uh, others are saying you got to watch the tape. So there you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's hit the phone calls. Let's go to Gerard, our buddy Gerard, listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, this is about as ugly as ugly gets, man. Well, this gives them a good excuse not to make any trades. And, right? Uh, this, yeah. Oh, yeah. This fits perfectly with what they want to do anyway. Uh-oh. Uh -oh, uh, but anyway, uh, Bill, this reminds me of the 75 team when they first got John Hadel. They gave up all those draft picks. They had nothing to surround them with, and they were totally dysfunctional. And it also reminds me of McCarthy's last year. It really did. Because you yes. can see the way Rodgers is behaving on the field. They're totally dysfunctional in every area of the game. And right. I think Johnson said after Rodgers fumbled the punt, uh, that just turned the whole game around. 
the momentum of the game, even though, yeah. you know, it did. But this is a team, well, well, you can't make mistakes. Their defense doesn't stop the run good enough in crucial situations. They they give up big passes. Alexander had a terrible game today. He dropped the pick. Douglas dropped the pick. And then he gave up the big pass play on uh, on on uh, with two minutes to go. And uh, they're actually going to win this game, Green Bay. <laughs> no. uh, but anyway, I Bill, I don't think so. I'm no, watching what I no, would consider to be the cats and jammer kids had, at this if point. If they had a timeout, they could have uh, did something. But of course, you know this is the way they roll this year. Just, yeah. Like I said, there's nothing that can be done anymore because they're so dysfunctional. It's just yeah. a joke, and I'm sick of it, Bill. You know what I mean? Because we're going to be told more nonsense by Lafleur and everybody else on that team. You know what I'm this saying? This was Roger, a garbage well, performance by a garbage team. Yeah, and that's what Roger this is. said it all. Roger said it all when he was walking off the field that one play. What the hell are we, you know, what the blank? What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, what are right. we doing? And that's what we've been saying for how many weeks? What are they doing? So, right. So, completely like agree, man. Said, uh, take care. Take care, Bill. All right, uh, bud. Terrible. Talk to you soon. There you go, Gerard. <laughs> Gerard is just as frustrated as, as anybody. I'm, I'm not sure, Bill. I wish I had the answer there. Right? Uh, there is no answer. Play calling sucks. Matt LaFleur, I'm not going to... I don't know what the team looks like inside a locker room. I don't know what who has and hasn't tuned out LaFleur, who has and hasn't um, you know, lost a locker room. The perception is it's heading in that direction. It just looks now, I've always said, losing makes you look lethargic. And it's the truth. It does. Losing makes you look lethargic. So that I completely get. But this is just, this is off the rails. This is, we've never, uh, well, I I shouldn't say never. What I will say is, and I agree with Gerard, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, this reminds me of when McCarthy got fired where it was just lackluster and bad. This team is now 3-4 and four on the season. Green Bay knocked off 23-21. They get beat by the Washington Commanders. Commanders go with their third win of the season. Now to 3-4. and four. Packers are 3-4. and four. And Washington is the better of the two teams. Something you never thought we would say. I, I, it's it's. By the way, today's for those that are asking. Uh, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon today combined. Twelve carries. Combined, eight carries for Aaron Jones, twenty-three uh, total yards. AJ Dillon four carries, fifteen yards. That's it. Fourth and one. AJ Dillon in the shotgun backfield, and they throw the ball. And they throw the ball. It's it's probably time to put the heat on Matt Lafleur to say why, why do you have Aaron Jones out there? Is what a decoy? Because fourth and one, you don't use him. He's supposed to be your plow horse, and you don't use him. You don't have your most dynamic weapon and Aaron Jones on the field. So what are you doing? What's the philosophy? Please explain it to explain it to us and Packers fans what your philosophy is now. He can say, you know what? Had Sammy Watkins not completely whiffed on the block. Absolutely. That play probably would have worked. We could say that. But (laughs) you keep talking about committing to the run game, and I give up. You're so full of crap. 
877-867-1670. Hit us up. Phone line's still wide open. If you want to shoot it to us, hit us up. Uh, Jeremy over on the Bud Light live stream watching on uh, YouTube says uh, LaFleur is showing how much of a coach he really is without Nathaniel Hackett and uh, Luke Getze when they left this offseason. What is that, JMA? JMA says, how can you regress so severely after the past couple of years? Rick says, this is just bad. Uh, Marty uh, hits us up on YouTube, says, hey, bring on the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Andrew, this team blows. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, says Ricky. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's just all bad. Uh, this was from Mario hitting us up email-wise. You want to drop us an email, you can do that too. Uh, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. That's TheBillMichaels at gmail.com uh, saying, I don't understand how Matt LaFleur stands in front of us each week and says we need to commit to the run and then never does. A couple of times Aaron Jones gets stymied and then all of a sudden you can't run the football anymore. I understand down and distance will dictate that, but Matt LaFleur is nothing more than a puppet liar at this point and he's lost his brain trust when they went to other teams, now Matt LaFleur is completely exposed, and even his good hair will not save him now. I am not one to sit around and say fire coaches because I don't believe that it's, it's solely the coaches. The execution needs to be much better, and this team, God knows today, was awful. Uh, but Matt LaFleur has clearly lost the ability to coach the details, and that is even more detrimental than bad play calling. Good email. Good email. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Really good email. Packers lose today in ugly fashion to the Washington Commanders, twenty three twenty one, and offensively they are only able to muster a whopping fourteen points today. That's it, a whopping fourteen points. Remember, it was a pick six by Devondre Campbell that actually put seven on the board, and that was it. Nothing more. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Keep it coming. I'm going to keep hitting you up over on the Bud Light live stream. You got questions. You got comments. I'm going to try to get to as many as I can. Phone lines right now wide open. Wide open. You know the number again, 877-867-1670. Drop us an email. Hit us up in many different facets. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Green and Gold Post Game Show coming up right after this. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Take it on the chin. Game comes to an end. 23-21. They lose in Washington. They are now 3-4. and four. Same record, oddly enough, as the Commanders, who are also 3-4 and four on the season. The Packers have, uh, for lack of a better term, an incredibly ugly game today. And uh, something that... <laughs> there's no sugarcoating it. I'll tell you that. This was just a, a bad performance in a lot of different areas. Uh, penalties killed this team today on bigger runs, bigger moments. Uh, the same crap that we saw last week against the Jets. Same thing. Finally rip off a couple of big plays, and it gets called back because of a holding penalty uh, and such. Uh, you've got Aaron Rodgers, uh, a couple of touchdowns. Not a bad day, 23 of 35, 194 yards. Uh, a couple of touchdowns. Statistically, looks good, but still under 200 yards passing. Aaron Jones, your lead receiver, Aaron Jones, out of the backfield, nine catches, so 17 touches today for Aaron Jones, but only eight carries, nine catches, 53 yards, a couple of touchdowns for Aaron Jones. He's your weapon. Uh, A.J. Dillon on a fourth and one. 
standing next to Aaron Rodgers, shotgun in the backfield. Don't use him. Instead, you throw it out to Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Sammy Watkins misses a block. Everything goes to hell after that. Uh, A.J. Dillon, four carries, 15 yards today. Not a catch out of the backfield. Alan Lazard targeted seven times, six catches, 55 yards. Robert Tanyan, three catches, 32 yards. Sammy Watkins today, a couple of catches, 36 yards. Uh, Mari Rogers, a couple of catches for 14 yards. Samari Torre, one for one and four yards. And Romeo Dobbs today with not one, not two, but three, I think. I think it was three or two, two or three drops and not a catch to his name. Four targets and a couple of drops. That's not going to get it done. A.J. Dillon had a did, uh, drop out of the backfield as well. So he was uh, targeted at one point. But, yeah, what a bad day. Bad day. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's get to the phone calls. Got a lot of those. Let's go to uh, Jared listening to us in South Carolina. Jared, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, man, I just want to start off by saying all these Packer fans talking about Jordan Love, it needs to stop. Aaron Rodgers is making $50 million. You're not going to see Love play, so that's got to no, stop. You, you got to hold people accountable and talk about real solutions. And the real issues is that LaFleur is having the same plan. Amari is still returning punts. Linebackers are still playing off the ball in obvious run plays. Shotgun pass on fourth and one. Jenkins played at right tackle forever. Newman played at right tackle forever. We can't stop backups giving up 10 to 15 play touchdown drives. LaFleur is just a bad coach and we're seeing it. We had six minutes left. Pass, 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 pass. I don't want to see A.J. Dillon on the field going forward because Aaron Jones is just that good and he's underutilized. So a way to make sure you get Aaron Jones the ball, stop putting Dylan on the field. I get that he's yeah. good, but he's not as good as, as Aaron Jones. And what nope, we are seeing is ineptitude of Matt LaFleur. He is a cocky coach. Nobody holds him accountable. And we are now seeing that he has duped us all. Aaron Rodgers is not an MVP this year. All right. But explain no. to me how the giants are winning. Explain to me how the jets are winning. Because they are coached well, and they put a, same, a good plan together. Before comes they're, the they're winning in the trenches. Plan. That's why. Absolutely. They're kicking people's ass in the trenches. That's, the, that's where it starts to me. Absolutely. And LaFleur is going to give the same BS answers. It starts with me, blah, 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 blah. And then say, I'll answer your questions away from public scrutiny Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And the rest of these reporters are just going to regurgitate this nonsense until it blows up. LaFleur is a bad coach. That's clearly what's happening. I understand that Rodgers seems like a prima donna and he's upset, but whose job is it to sit him down and to straighten this out? It's LaFleur's job. He is failing, and that is the bottom line. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call, man. That's some passion and that's some correctness right there. Uh, The one thing, and Mike Clemens and I were talking about this, this is what you're going to hear is today you're going to hear the excuses. Then tomorrow you're going to get the presser. And then when you go to talk to a lot of the players who don't want to talk today, they're going to say, well, we're, we've moved on. That, that was a bad game. We're, we're moving on. And then you don't hear anything. You did, nobody is actually – the questions come and they just deflect them. And I'm not saying it's their job to answer everything, but, they're, you know, look, you're asking a fan base to continually buy your stock, to, to sell out your stadium, to be patient when they displace you for building giant monolith parking garages for the players – you're you're they, they ask you a lot to put up with a lot of stuff and all you want is through those who are actually in that room through us in the media to say we want some answers why this team is failing this was supposed to be a defense that was going to be bolstered not broken down it was supposed to be aggressive 
not backpedaling. It was supposed to be an offense with an offensive line with depth, not an offensive line that can't block and thus hold. This was supposed to be uh, the addition of one wide receiver. It was going to be no big deal. Remember, Alan Lazard was really, really solid. And, and you know, oh, by the way, we're 7-0 and when we don't have Devontae. And pack that in. And we've got a great one-two punch in a run game, of which it's not, like the caller said, completely underutilized. You've got a quarterback who gave you all the reasons not to in the beginning of the season. I don't like joint practices. I don't want to play in the preseason. I don't like... Uh, you know, coming to the mini camps and the OTAs. Let Cobby coach him up. Then when I get there, I'll ride in and everything will be right and then we'll be on the same page. We didn't see that. You know, all of this is excuses to fail, not reasons to get better. And I, I agree with the caller, Nathaniel Hackett and Luke Getze. The band is not back together. And it looks now like more and more that when you moved up Stenovich, Butkus takes over the line. The offensive line is nowhere near near as good. The 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 trickle down effect has begun, and it's not it's not positive. It's just not positive. And I'm not hanging all of this on the defense because the defense has given you moments where they could be decent if they had any kind of an offense. But this is one of the worst scoring offenses in the entire National Football League right now. You're not. You need to be the best defense in the entire league, not only in yards per game, but points per game and turnovers. If you're going to win with this craptastic defense or craptastic offense that they're putting on the field right now, being called by the head man, hair gel. It it, it just that's that's it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Andy. Andy, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. How you doing? It just seems apparent to me that Aaron just does not give a crap anymore. You see his, the way he moves when he's, uh, you know, waiting for the snap, and there's no expression whatsoever on his face. He gets to the sideline. He just sits on the bench, talks to Matt LaFleur, and that's about it. And, you know, we all gave Tom Brady crap when he went over and, and yelled at his offensive line, but... Where is that fire when it comes to Aaron? Like he, there's no conversation. He's got these receivers he needs to build up. He's got an offensive line that's struggling. He just sits on the bench the whole time, and that's it's so frustrating that it just seems that he does not communicate with anybody else but the coaches. It, uh, I, I don't. I, I agree with you first and foremost. You don't. See, you've never seen fire out of Rogers. He's not. He's never been that guy. And body language-wise is certainly off. Uh, but then again, they've been criticizing his body language for a long time, too. And in the last two years, he's won back-to-back MVP. So I don't, I don't put a ton of stock in that. What I do see is when he's looking to the sideline going, what the hell are we doing or what the F are we doing? He's now questioning the coach pu- publicly and openly, saying, what are you calling? You know, I'm running your plays, but this offense and this package that you're sending me sucks. This is not – you know, it seems like there is now a growing – schism between him and Matt LaFleur as a play caller. Honestly, though, if you have this big concern, if you're rolling your eyes at receivers dropping the balls, they might be running, you know, not timing the routes right, what have you, talk to them directly. You're, you're dealing right. with to deal with a middleman here, and you have specific things you want them to do. Go freaking talk to them. Yep. No, I agree. That's the one thing you do not see. I appreciate the phone call. You very rarely see Rodgers – walking the sidelines and get the quarterbacks separate themselves. They go to a different side of the bench. They're at the end of the bench 
and they sit down with Tom Clemens. They look at the Microsoft Surface for about a minute or two, and they'll point to a couple things, and then pff, that's it. Usually Roger sits there, and then he stands up. He puts his ball cap on, towel around his neck, stands on the sideline, and holds the towel, and he watches the game. Sometimes you will see him uh, talking with – usually it's a receiver that comes to him, but you will see him talking with someone. But other than that, I you know, like I would love to see him going over and talking about – blocking schemes because right now as much as you want to talk about the wide receivers and guys dropping passes and such and not giving Aaron Jones the ball I'd love to see him talk more so about this team and the offensive line trying to help these guys out to say hey look this is what they're doing this is where they're bringing this is this is a guy that's dropping off this is where they're stunting this is where they're doing this and that and work with those guys saying hey can you do it if you can't let me know I got to go to a different direction I got you know whatever It's, it's something else because right now, I mean, I, I, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Bach is coaching him up. I have no idea. It just, it just doesn't look good. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um. Uh, purple, purple lilac says, "Quick, please, quit, stop defending a Rod. Stop. His attitude is bad. He never interacts with the players. He has no more heart left." Because you don't know what's in his heart. That's the reason I don't criticize there. I don't go there. You don't know what a guy feels. When they're on the field, do you think they're trying to fail? I mean, realistically, do you think he's trying to fail? He may be to the point where he's just like, whatever, and just throwing it up. Yeah, I get that. But don't think that he's trying to fail or doesn't have heart. Because the guy wants to win. They all want to win. I think right now it's it's what you're seeing is a complete level of frustration out of Aaron Rodgers because the play calling is just off. What's being thrown about is just off, and he doesn't have the weapons. He just flat out doesn't have the weapons. And we're, we're now down to a week. We're a week away from the trade deadline. If this doesn't inspire Gutekinds to do something, I don't know what will. Or uh, if they don't do anything, then the front office looks at it and goes, yeah, one player's not going to do anything for us, and this is a loss. This season's a loss, which will be a damn shame because you're giving up one final year of Aaron Rodgers just to say, yeah, we can't do anything because you're going to hold on to an unproven draft choice like grim death. A third rounder maybe, which you have not had any success in the third round period since taking over as a general manager of the Green Bay Packers. 877-867-1670. Find us. Phone lines open. I'll get to you. Got a lot of people chiming in over on the Bud Light live stream. Packers knocked off today. Ugly, ugly fashion. They get beat by the Washington Commanders 23-21. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Green and Gold postgame show, and we're rocking it, man. Thanks to everybody watching over on the Bud Light live stream. Over 500 of you. Big time. It's a big day today, man. We're doing well. Talk to you in a bit. Stay tuned. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ugly, ugly, ugly game. 23 21. The Green Bay Packers fall to the Washington Commanders. Both teams now sitting at three and four on the season. Packers now under 500, and it's been a long time since we've seen this Packers team this bad. It's been a long, long, long time. They fell to three and fourth for the first time 
since Mike McCarthy's rookie season in 2006. They have now lost three straight for the first time in the Matt LaFleur era and the first time since 2019. But this is the first time they started three and four, and that was Mike McCarthy's rookie season. Uh, some good notes today, obviously, Aaron Jones, a couple of touchdown catches. Devondre Campbell had the pick six. Alan Lazard, they did uh, basically nothing in the passing game. Lazard caught six passes, 55 yards, and for about three and a half quarters, if I'm not mistaken, he was the only wide receiver with a catch, the only wideout that had a catch. Um, and then you've got uh, the uh, rookie outside linebacker, Kingsley Angabari. He had a sack for the second consecutive week. He also had uh, a couple of tackles, three tackles, a couple of quarterback hits as well. Uh, Quay Walker had his most impactful game of the season, 13 tackles, a couple of quarterback hits. He got home a few times. Uh, Obviously, the uh, mystery continues with David Bakhtiari. Everybody on the offensive line was playing either a different position or for the first time other than than center Josh Myers. He was the only offensive starting lineman at the same spot. Otherwise, everybody was completely different and new today. The run defense um, only got worse. Uh, They've been allowing 135.2 yards per game. They also rank 25th in yards allowed per carry. And today, Washington goes 168 yards on 38 carries, averaging 4.4 yards per carry. The D, they couldn't get off the field. 326 left to go in the ballgame. They, they just couldn't get off the field. And then, obviously, a season-low 38 rushing yards for the Packers. That's it. Yash Nyman, a couple of holding penalties. Jair Alexander gave up Terry McLaurin's 37-yard touchdown in the third. Um, Packers today uh, had, what, what, nine penalties for 69 yards. And then the ugly is just the passing offense. It's just terrible. Aaron Rodgers had just 48 passing yards in the first half and averaged only 3.3 yards per attempt. and, And then Amari Rodgers... The 2021 third-round draft pick fumbled yet another punt for the second time in three weeks and continues to be a liability on this team. Just just terrible. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, uh, please feel free to go ahead and do so. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up. We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up. Bad day at the office for just about everybody involved. You know, um, Jair, uh, Ryan says Jair got smoked all day. Uh, not every play all day, but didn't have a good day. I'll agree with that. Um, and part of it is the pressure on, uh, Heineke. And I, I, I still can't answer me this. Why do you not just get after him? Why do you just not get after him? Officially, he was sacked once today. Once. That was Angabari. Quay Walker, 13 tackles, couple of quarterback hurries. Did have a pass defended today, too, as well. So not a bad day at the office for Quay Walker, at least a little bit better. Devondre Campbell, he had uh, three tackles for loss. He also had a quarterback. They had, uh, what would they pressure the quarterback nine times today? The Packers did. So it wasn't all breakdown 
but it was the fact that you you, you couldn't get off the field and they they dominated you in time of possession 3707 to 2253 they had the ball for an entire quarter more than you did they got they 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 had the ball for an entire quarter more than you 364 total yards to only 232 the packers by the way today on third down were 0 for 6 on fourth round on fourth down uh 0 for 1 0 for 7 and on third and fourth down today. 0.00% for the Green Bay Packers. Defensively, they gave up 43.8%. Not going to get it done. Um, Mari Rogers, terrible and a joke. Heineke uh, bought time with his uh, legs today. Hard for Jair to cover for seven seconds. I, I That I agree with. Um, Aaron and Matt need to hit the... Uh, uh, what is that? Hokkaido? Well, the hookah? All right. Um, this is from uh, Jason who says that uh, each and every day is another day of excuses coming out of Matt LaFleur's grill. Time to move on. Uh, this one's from William who says, let's see Jordan Love. Let this team find an identity besides uh, stale passing attempts followed by pouting and finger pointing. You're, you're not... At this point in time, if you're going to say I'm putting Jordan Love in, you're you're ending the Aaron Rodgers era. Okay, that's first and foremost. So you're you're cutting it off right now. And do you think it's going to be better? That's what's so mind-boggling. Do you think it's going to be better? Um Joe Barry special today, Mr. Passive at his finest, especially on third and 11, soft defenses. Yeah, they had that twice today. They had a, a third and eight, and I have no idea why they ran such a soft zone because you had coverage up front in the front zone, and then the safeties over the top, but the safeties were playing 15 yards back. So when you handed the receiver off on a crossing pattern, that, oh, I shouldn't say crossing, it was actually an end up being an out pattern. But they were they were seven to eight yards beyond the sticks when you came out of zone. I I, I that I didn't understand at all. It, you know, again, we're probably going to hear a lot about well communication. But at what point do you say, you know what? Uh, and Jimmy Johnson brought this up in the pregame, and I thought this was really really good. It, and and he was talking with Michael Strahan about the simplification thing. You don't you're not simplifying anything. In other words, you're calling the coach out because he doesn't have the ability to teach whatever's going on. Now, Rodgers is supposed to be the coach on the field, so I'm not giving him a pass either. He, he can't sit back and fold his arms and go, well, I'm smarter than everybody, so I don't have to learn this because you've got to work with everybody. And I don't know what he does or doesn't do behind closed doors when it comes to stuff like that in meeting rooms. But if, if these guys aren't getting it, that's not on the guys. That's on the coaches. If you can't get guys to understand it, that's on you. The word coach means helping those to get better, putting them in positions to be success, and teaching. That's what good coaches do. They communicate. One hour down, another one yet to go. Coming up, we got Matt LaFleur. Coming up, we got Aaron Rodgers. Coming up, we got Mike Clemens. Locker room chatter. We got a whole bunch. Thanks to everybody. We're only a minute and a half away from coming right back, so don't you go anywhere. Stay tuned. Packers get knocked off today. Get smoked today. Not smoked in the blown-out sense, but smoked by a, a, a bad team, for lack of a better term. 23-21, they get beat by the Washington Commanders. Man. Man. 
877-867-1670. Hit us up. A lot more of the Green and Gold postgame show. We continue on. One hour down, one to go. We'll be back right after this. Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. For the first time in the Matt LaFleur era, and for the first time since 2019, the Packers have lost three games in a row. Washington dropped a 20 on them, held off the Packers' late rally, and ended up beating them 23 21. The Packers fall to three and four for the first time since Mike McCarthy's rookie season. In 2006. Welcome back. The Green and Gold Post Game Show. We continue on 877-867-1670. That's the phone number again, 877-867-1670. You can also find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Follow there uh, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also follow our producer, Ben Kenny uh, at Ben Z Kenny, who is giddy right now because the Philadelphia Phillies are one win away from heading off to a World Series. And Ben, at least that's the bright spot of your day thus far, correct? Your timing is probably the worst it's ever been, Bill. Did they just? Ah, oh, Padres just went on top, three to two. There is a monsoon going on. Major League Baseball is not calling a rain delay. We're wondering if it's fixed <laughs> to extend the series, but I don't know. It's been a day. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully it doesn't last long, and then your Phillies are able to overcome and head off to a World Series. Meanwhile, you got the uh, Yankees and the Astros coming up tonight. Houston leads this series, pounding the baseball. Three games to none as they're back in the Bronx tonight. Yankees in also a do-or-die situation, same as the Padres, in today's contest. In the meantime, the Packers, they uh, they just look terrible. Maybe that could be a, a legitimate reason that he didn't feel comfortable in running the football. I have no idea, but the, the question was not asked. I know the question about shotgun was asked this week, and it was met with a, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's something we're looking at, and, you know, uh, sometimes he sees the field better if we give Aaron Rodgers more opportunity. and But it, 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 it's it's crap. It's a crap answer. And when he keeps saying, I don't know, I don't know, it's what do you mean you don't know? You're the head coach. You sound as lost as, as most fans, and you're the head coach of this franchise. You better know. You better know what's going on. 877-867-1670, your thoughts on uh, Matt LaFleur and what he had to say. Phone lines wide open. Wide open. Uh, I There is some that is very legit. Some things he says uh, I completely understand. And philosophically speaking, I can get it, but I, I he sounds as lost as anybody. Um, this is Brian. So at what point do we start calling these uncharacteristically you know, uncharacteristic penalties and drops, when do we call them the norm? And he said, oh, by the way, newsflash, we know this team is made of cotton. I I give LaFleur credit in the sense the team kept fighting. He's right. They kept fighting. They gave you minute to uh, a pause to say, hey, wait a minute. 
They could possibly come back and win this game. But it is the ineptitude that gets them from point A to point B and causes series like this where you're looking down the barrel of a gun when you don't have any weapons. You don't have any bullets in a gun. Right? Uh, you waste timeouts consistently. You, you really don't have downfield weapons. What weapons you do have are mediocre at best. You won't give it to the guy consistently. That is your best weapon. Your offensive line is a jumbled mess right now. Your quarterback is frustrated, and you're putting all the pressure on a defense that's not bad, but yet is run by a cotton ball of an idiot. I will say that on in Joe Barry's defense, it wasn't soft all day. They, they rushed the quarterback. They hit him, what, one sack, nine hits. That's getting after the quarterback. They did bring different pressures today. It wasn't crazy exotic looks. It wasn't corner off the edge or anything like that. But they, they did bring different looks today. I appreciated that. But when you've needed this team the most, this defense the most, that's when they've given up the points. They couldn't get off the field on third down today. They've been pretty good at that for the most part throughout the season. They're, they're, they were terrible today. And an offense to the opposite side of the coin that did not have one, not one, mind you, third down conversion today. Not one. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Alfredo says no Green Bay, no Super Bowl for Green Bay, which I'm, at this point I'm not even thinking playoffs. Uh, Scott says hell yes, Bill. Uh, Dennis says that's what's so scary. If he doesn't know, then who the hell does? Uh, team says how are you surprised, Bill? The floor has been riding Aaron Rodgers' coattails. He is now exposed as the moron he truly is. He does sound lost. I'm not going to call him a moron. I'm just, he sounds lost. And then, you know, you're absolutely right when you talk about what is now uncharacteristic. Because the penalties are, and they, throughout the season, they've been pretty good at not racking up a ton of penalties. But the penalties mounted. The drops are mounting. You have a couple of those plays today. You extend a drive. A.J. A. Dillon had one. I think it was uh, Mari, uh, no, it was uh, Sammy Watkins had one on a crossing pattern. You make the catch. Then again, there's a couple of balls that were thrown low. Romeo Dobbs had one that was thrown uh, at his feet today. You know, Aaron Rodgers has not looked great. You know, how much are they going to keep showing the thumb? I don't know. I don't know. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to Nathan, listening to us in Viroqua. Nathan, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Bill. How about you? Doing well, doing well. I wish we were better uh, circumstances to be talking under, but I'm doing okay. Well, you know, I, I hear you there. It was good seeing you at Gasters a few weeks ago when you were in town. Yeah. Um, you know, it, watching the game today. Um, you know, I'm 35, so I didn't exactly have a chance to see the Packers in the 80s. I guess, thank God, but. Uh, is this the way the offense is playing right now? Is it as bad as it was back then? And then I guess another question for you, you just mentioned Rogers with a thumb issue. Is there maybe a little bit more to that causing a lot of the problems, especially with the low balls that we keep seeing Rogers throw? I mean, mm-hmm. things just seem really off this year for Aaron Rodgers, and it can't just be that Devontae's not here this year, right? There's, there's gotta be more to it than that. Or, Am, am I and a bunch of other Packer fans just crazy and, and this is just maybe 
the year that Rodgers completely has fallen off? Um, I don't think he's completely fallen off. I, I think that there's a lot of frustration. I think he doesn't trust the guys he's around. Uh, the drops are getting annoying, uh, but I agree with you on the throws at the feet. I don't know if that's the thumb because he hasn't necessarily had these these laser passing zip throws all season long. You know what I mean? This has been something right. that we've seen him throw behind and down and such. And part of it is you think, well, is he putting it in only an area that maybe his guy can get it? So you mm-hmm. kind of think about that as well. Is he that good to where he's only putting it in an area where his guy can get it? Well, if that's the case, then why are you throwing it at their feet or skipping one right into their ankles? That that I agree with. There's something else there, and maybe he has had a regression. Uh, maybe, you know, not being a part of OTAs and minicamps and not sharpening your skills and not paying attention to things in the offseason, maybe maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. I, I agree, but, but he he's not an MVP candidate right now. I'll tell you that. Yeah, even looking at the deep balls that he's thrown this year, I mean, they're, they're 10 yards over guys' heads. I mean, I know Sammy Watkins appeared to maybe – kind of give up on the play or, or slow up a little bit in the in the game today on the one that Rodgers threw to him but it just seems like it just seems like there's something that's not clicking for Aaron um the one of Sammy Watkins when he slowed up I think Sammy Watkins looked at it and thought there's no way I'm going to catch up to this Sammy Watkins is not a fast guy to begin with he's a guy that runs what a four eight four nine or something like that he's not a guy that's a four three speed burner but he does have technique he can at least get open but he's not your downfield guy like that that would be lazard that would be christian watson if he ever makes an appearance again but yeah that's not sammy watkins they took a shot have you noticed their downfield shots we don't even breathe heavy anymore no. It used to be that it was there was always a shot because you were always had Jordy or James or Greg or Jermichael or somebody, Devontae, somebody was going to come down with it because you just you always knew it was a 50-50 ball that they would get. Now it's like, even you Jeff know, it's Janus, not even going right? to be close. Even Jeff Janis, he pulled one yeah. down in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, at least somebody could go up and get a ball. You don't even have any faith in these guys at this point. Lazard every now and then, but for the most part, the rest of them, eh, there's nothing there. There's no hope. All right. Thanks, All right. Bro. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to keep us uh, keep us on, please do so. Stay right where you're at. We're going to come back. We're also going to listen to Aaron Rodgers coming up here in just a few. Mike Clemens from the locker room. A lot of sound from inside the locker room as well. That's all coming up. Stay tuned. we got a lot of people on hold. I'll get back to the phone calls. For those of you over on the Bud Light live stream, stay right there. We've got a lot of your comments coming in. I'll try to get to all of that as well. Packers take it on the chin in ugly fashion. They lose, I'm going to say this out loud, to the Washington Commanders, 23-21. Ah, kick to the crotch. More to come right after this. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. And the Green Bay Packers beaten third straight time, this time at the hands of the Washington Commanders. Packers go to three and four. Commanders sitting also at three and four. Around the rest of the division, uh, you've got the Lions. They got knocked off today by the Cowboys. And the Lions appear to be fading now after getting blanked by the uh, the New England Patriots and then uh, the bye. And then they came out of the bye and just looked terrible against Dak Prescott, who had his return today, 24 to six. They get beat. Vikings uh, idle today. They had their bye week. And then the Bears and the Patriots coming up tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. So you've got uh, the rest of the division uh, kind of uh, kind of stale right now. 
not a whole lot happening. The Packers had a shot at maybe gaining a little ground on the Vikings. They did not. 23-21, they lose to the Washington Commanders, and uh, not a lot of answers. Let's do this. Let's see if they're – because before I get back to the phone calls, and for those of you that are on hold right now, okay, stay right there. Got Dave listening to us in Utah. Got uh, Greg and company. Hang in there. We'll get to you. Uh, I want you to take a listen to this and see what Aaron Rodgers has to say. This is Aaron Rodgers at the podium just moments ago. There you go. That was Aaron Rodgers talking uh, after the game just a little while ago. Let's do this. We're going to step away and take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get to everybody on hold. We'll get all your, as many as I can, comments in over on the Bud Light live stream as well as you're listening to the Green and Gold postgame show, getting your reactions. The Packers fall to the Washington Commanders. One of the things that I thought was interesting was that, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers said, we have talent on our team for sure, but it has to show up consistently, and it hasn't been winning football on offense. In other words... It's it's just not working. We got talent, but it's it's it shows up every now and then. And to win football games, it has to be there every day, every play. And it's not. Stay tuned. We got a lot more. The Green Gold Post Game Show. It's all coming up. It's coming up right after this. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. get beat by the Washington Commanders. 23-21, some numbers for you. Packers 0 for 6 on third down. Could not convert. Uh, Their offensive plays, listen to this, the Commanders, 72 offensive plays to only 47 for the Green Bay Packers. Washington rushed for 166 yards. The Green Bay Packers 38 on 12 carries. 38 yards on 12 carries. Well, I tell you what, we got to look at the tape. Oh, that's unacceptable. Uh, they threw for about the same, 198 yards for the Commanders, 194 for the Packers. Packers penalized nine times for 69 yards. And each team committed a turnover. Um, Packers with three touchdowns, Washington with two and the Green Bay Packers at the end of the ball game, zero timeouts remaining. Commanders still had two in their pocket. The uh, Commanders were three for four via field goals. He had one doink. Packers didn't kick a field goal all day. And time of possession, 37.07 to 22.53. Damn near an entire quarter of the uh, football game was held by Washington over the Packers. He's not going to win that way. And Rodgers said it best. There's talent, but it's not consistent. And when he when he was asked, he said, you know, hey, they didn't blitz you hardly at all today. He kind of smiled with that sheepish, um, I know as much as you know, and you're pointing out the obvious. And he looked at him and said, yeah, they didn't need to. In other words, they didn't get home. They didn't sack them today. But they put enough pressure up front with their three- and four-man fronts that they just filled the gaps shut down the run, and you don't really need to blitz and put a ton of pressure on the quarterback when you don't have guys that get open. We covered them downfield. He said they ran too high. They only ran. He said they ran man twice today. That's it. Yeah, we'll just run too high. We'll be good. No problem. Too high shells, no problem, because we're just handing guys off. They're not that good. 
They're not that good. In back-to-back weeks, you have basically had defenses say, don't worry about it. We'll get home with what we have up front. We don't have to run anything exotic because you know why? Your offense sucks. That's it. I don't know. You know, Aaron Rodgers also alluded to the fact that, you know, hey, the Buffalo Bills are on the docket next. He said, well, that may be the best thing for us because that's a team that everybody expects to end up in a Super Bowl. This Here it is. Here it is. And now you see if you just take an ass whipping. You know? 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's talk to uh, Anthony listening to us in North Dakota. Anthony, how you doing today, man? What's up? Good. How you doing? Uh, just I, I'm doing okay. I just wish uh, the score was better. Yeah, it seems like there's no fire going on in our offense whatsoever. I'd like to see a jumbo package bringing Caleb Jones in the preseason. He was pushing people 15 yards down the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to hurt to put an extra offensive lineman in there once in a while and try to you know run it down their throats. Right. Uh, also, with no number one receiver. It's really hurting this offense. I mean, yeah, we got a lot of twos and threes, but it's just really being hurt by not having a number one receiver. So hopefully right. Goody can do by the trade deadline. And then uh, I'd like to see him pick up and sign Sheldon Richardson or Ngamik and Sue, give us some attitude on the defensive line, stop the run. You know, yeah, they need thing. something, and it would depend on if those guys are even, you know, hanging out and in shape before you would look at something like that and what it would cost you before it's all said and done. Because right now I think your focus is trying to find anything that's going to give you any kind of an offensive uh, spark at this point. Exactly, 100%. Yeah. So, all right, buddy, appreciate so it, man. To give you, my you bet, yep. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, too. Appreciate it. Uh, by the way, Caleb Jones on the non-football injury list non-football injury list, so he's not even available right now. But I like where you're going with it. Just wanted to be sure. Uh, let's go. Let's do uh, Dave from Utah listening to us. Dave, how you doing today, man? What's up? Boy, man, I'd be a lot better had we won that game. Um, right? I, I think this is a failure on the front office. Look, I know everyone's saying that Aaron Rodgers' body language sucks, and I get that. But we knew who Aaron Rodgers was. And when he's feeling good about things, he's one of the best in the game. This is a failure of Murphy and Guntekunst and this idea that you can just let Devontae go, Scantling go, and, you know, a couple other guys go, and then just fill in with rookies. This isn't working. When you saw Stafford go to L.A., Brady go to Tampa, they outfitted their team with talent. And Rodgers is at the back end of his career and we don't seem to have any desire to give him weapons around him. I think the reason the ball's in the dirt is because he doesn't trust his receivers. And I think this is a, a an indictment on the philosophy of the front office. And until they get that fixed, I think we're going to continue to see this. We need to get aggressive. We need to surround our quarterback with weapons that he feels comfortable throwing to. I First of all, I agree with you. They need to find additional weapons. That's going to be their first search, and they've got a week now to do it as we creep up on the trade deadline. Uh, the other thing is play calling. I, I, I don't know if Matt LaFleur is even at this point, now that we know Nathaniel Hackett and Luke Getze are no longer there and the play calling has been, been abysmal. I, do you start to question whether or not Matt LaFleur should even be calling plays? Hell yes, you start to question that. You, you know, start looking I mean, at Matt that's LaFleur the other thing. And- 
yeah, we got to look at Lafleur and we got to ask why are we not taking shots? I think it's because everybody knows that those young wide receivers are untested and so far have not delivered in clutch time. Correct. I 100% agree, man. There, there is right now, like Aaron Rodgers stated, there's talent on this team, but it's not consistent. They're not doing anything dynamic. They don't have to bring exotic blitzes. They don't have to go man press on the outside and really get up against these guys. You don't have to because there's no dynamicness and no threat to this offense right now at all. And the problem is Devontae's not walking through that door. There's nobody else that's even available walking through that door that's going to make this dramatic difference. To me, it starts up front. You got to get the offensive line solidified. You got to cut down on the penalties and all the stupid mistakes and the, and the missed lineup issues and all that crap. And 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 go back like we had talked about last week. It's all fundamentals. Appreciate the phone call. It's all fundamentals. That that's where you got to start, and then hope that things get better. Because when you see holding penalties and guys place guys not being able to get the job done they're getting beat up front they're they're hanging on to players they're they're not lining up properly right now it's a mess and if LaFleur doesn't have the ability to coach as we stated early and get guys out of McCarthy went through this for years and gets the hell beat out of him for it when you have a team that's penalized when you have a team that's committing stupid penalties in the most inopportune times all of that falls back to coaching. Why is LaFleur getting a pass on this? This is LaFleur's issue. It starts there. The whole other, you know, discussion about why is this team the way it is and the roster is built the way it is, that's something we can talk about, uh, you know, at length for another day because there's so many factors that went into where we're at today. But we all saw this coming. I think what we wanted to do was wear the green and gold, you know, glasses kind of keep ourselves shielded from a little a little bit and hope that things would be better just because you have Aaron Rodgers. And now we've seen that he only has either so much will, so much want to, so much effort, and or so much ability to make this thing better. We're going to talk with Mike Clemens when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Green Gold Post Game Show from Inside the Locker Room coming up next. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Okay, they hear all the stuff and they got to deal with it. I get that. And I respect them for that because they're resilient. They come back. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I don't want anything to do with Carson. Well, I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Okay, and that's what pisses me off because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time. I'm sorry, I'm done. Those are the words of Ron Rivera talking about Carson Wentz. They've had a lot of uh, they have had a lot of uh, of consternation there in the nation's capital. In the meantime, uh, their commanders have now won another game, and uh, the Green Bay Packers are the expense. And Mike Clemens now joining us. Mike, um, you know, look, uh, Rogers talked about it. They didn't do much different or anything exotic to put pressure on Rogers. They didn't get to him, but they moved him around in the pocket a little bit. And when you don't have to worry about exotic packages downfield to cover, it makes for a relatively easy day against an inept offense. Bill, you just lost to a, a team that uh, the NFL is trying to push out the owner, uh, has the, the worst stadium in the league. Uh, fans uh, were able to walk up today and buy tickets if they wanted to for $40. They can't fill the stands at the place. Uh, your number one quarterback, Carson Wentz, is out for several weeks now with the uh, the broken finger injury 
and you got Taylor Heineke there with one week of practice trying to warm up and, and to play the Packers again. And you've also you got a podium where the microphone doesn't work very well. I mean, <laughs> that's how bad yeah. this place is. And Ron Rivera is talking about, hey, man, he went in there, and he felt so good about his matchup against the Packers' offensive line. All he had to do was line up Montez Sweat and three other guys and drop seven, and they only had one quarterback hit on Rodgers. Just keep Rodgers back there, keep his time clock going, give him no place to throw the ball to that average lot of receivers, and it worked. Here's Ron Rivera. Well, I think one thing is we've been able to limit the explosives. You know, that's something that has been haunting us a little bit. But, I, again, I do think the pass rush, you know, Aaron did some good things, got the ball out quick, but we were we were there. And, and when you force a guy of his ability to throw the ball quicker than he really wants, I think that helps you on defense. I thought our guys were, were, were handling the run pretty well. You know, they, they, they're a terrific running football team, and to be able to slow that down says a lot about what we did on defense. Mike, um, I, you know, everybody's talking about not even so much this game, but how this team looks and what's coming up on the horizon. And as the Buffalo Bills, how do you afford a how do you avoid a four game losing streak? And at this point, how do you not get embarrassed by a Bills team that just looks solid? Yeah, it looks like the best in the NFL. And you've got a Packers team where after losing back to back games to uh, underdogs, the Jets and the Giants, you know, Matt LaFleur comes out and says, hey, we've we got to find a way to have a little bit more fun, have a little bit more swagger. And he was right about that. And they also decided after seven weeks into the season, all right, let's change what we're doing on the offensive line. Instead of having Yash Nyman sitting on the bench when you actually believe in your heart he's your fourth or fifth best, best offensive lineman, let's go to this new plan. Let's make him the right tackle. Let's move Elton Jenkins, who seems to have struggled at right tackle, back to his old spot of left guard. Josh Myers, and you move John Runyon over from left guard to right guard. Sounds like a good plan. Then something happens to David Bakhtiari 48 hours before the game. Bakhtiari practiced every day last week as, as opposed to that plan I talked about a couple of weeks ago where he was going every other week. But he practiced every day, limited, wasn't going 100%, but he's played in some games where he had 70 snaps. Something happened. He was out there this morning with the trainers. They scratched him. They said, you're not going today. Aaron Rodgers says they found out about the same time that we did that Bakhtiari was not going to play. So they put in Zach Tom, a kid I talked about two days into training camp, how amazed I was how well he could play an outside tackle position like against a Rashawn Gary. So the rookie gets his first start in there. He had some snaps, I believe it was in the Vikings game. And, you know, he's going up against some pretty good guys uh, on, on that uh, Redskins uh, <laughs> commander's line. I knew I'd do it. Wayne got me going on, on it today. Uh, but Lafleur, it Bill, although he got a little bit better play again from the defense, you took another step back with the Amari Rogers muffed punt, but ended up, you know, ended up becoming another three points for Washington. But to me, it seems like his list even got longer today on the problems he's got to solve and. He was asked, how do you get this team now ready for Buffalo? I don't know. I got, I, we got we to gotta do something. We got to look at everything and see what we're doing and the situations we're putting our guys in. Um, we got to play smarter, too. We got to play smarter and not put ourselves in a situation where we can get called for holding. Or uh, I think we had an illegal formation that you rarely see. Um, but we just we got to be more disciplined and... and mindful of what we're doing on each individual play because right now it's not good enough when when he starts out that conversation saying i don't know 
If you don't know, who does? I, that, that's, that's an amazing statement to me. So I, I don't know. I don't know. He I, sounds bewildered, he Mike. Goes, Bill, before he goes before that press group, he's got to have some answers because that's what he's got to tell his team as well. Right. So in the meantime, uh, you've got Al Lazard, who clearly right now is your best, best option at receiver. But earlier in the game, he gets rolled up on his ankles, tackled by two guys, and then later – uh, has a shoulder injury, so he ends up leaving the game. Kenny Clark had a left arm injury, was able to return, but Bakhtiari we talked about with the knee. Rashawn Gary, your outside linebacker, concussion had to leave the game in the second half. And Aaron Rodgers was asked, can you win a game right now without Alan Lazard and David Bakhtiari? I mean, I think the, outside of those two guys, there's too many mental mistakes. And, you know, I talked about simplification last week. I don't really know... Uh, where to go when it comes to that there has to be you know something inside uh, that that has an accountability for performance where we're just having way too many um, detailed mistakes it's just not winning football you know when you're expecting you know it could be a total wrong route you know it could be the wrong stem or it could be uh, the release Um, we're just not good enough to overcome some of those things right now. You know, we have talent on our team for sure, but it has to consistently show up from all of us. Otherwise, why would we have any confidence in, in moving forward? You know, we scored 14 points today, seven in a two-minute, seven on a short field. Last week, we scored 10 points, three in a two-minute, two in a no, ten, you know, seven in a no huddle. It hasn't been winning football on offense. He's right, uh, and I don't even know how. You, right now, you just need a win. Right, and so then Rodgers has said, look, you know, a few years ago you talked about uh, let's run the table. You could turn things around after having back-to-back losses. Do you still, still think you can do that in 2022? When you said uh, run the table a few years ago, yeah. that seemed really plausible. Uh, I'm wondering if that feels not running the <coughs> table, but riding the ship and getting the playoffs, does that feel plausible right now? Goddamn right it does. I'm not, I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us uh, this week. You know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo and Sunday night football, the chance to get exposed, shoot, might be the best thing for us. I don't know if that's the best thing, but, uh, you know, defensively speaking, I don't think they're terrible. Offensively, I don't think they have any answers. Best receiver in that stadium today, Terry McLaurin, on the other side yeah. of, the, of the field. And he catches that clutch third down to keep Aaron Rodgers and, and that offense off the field to try and make a comeback. And it was delivered by Taylor Heineke, who got the green light from his offensive coordinator, Scott Turner. Yeah, man, that's, that's cool. Um, you know, Scott believes in me, and, and that means a lot to me. And when I see Terry out there one-on-one, you pay that guy a lot of money, right? So let's give him a chance. Um, and uh, he, he did a great job all, all game. He had, a, I think, two or three huge third-down conversions in the second half, and uh, you can just tell, you know, there's a reason why we paid this guy. He's a, he's a really good player. He said he knew as soon as the play call came in it was coming to him. Did you know that, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that relationship you had with your father growing up as a, as a Packers fan, is there anything that you took away from this game as a game ball or anything as a memory? And, and what do you think your father would say beating the team that he used to cheer for? Um, yeah, I kept my jersey for sure. Um, you know, beating the Packers, that's something I need to frame. Um, and he's uh, hes up there right now drinking a beer, having a good time. So I know he'd be proud of me, and um, yeah, this one was for him for sure. 
Mike, good stuff. We will clean it all up again tomorrow, okay? Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go, Mike Clemens. A lot of stuff from inside the locker room today. One more time before a crowd of 60,427 to see it in attendance at FedEx Field. It was the Washington Commanders 23, the Green Bay Packers 21. We'll talk about a lot about this coming up tomorrow on the program. Until then, time for us to go. Have a going. See ya. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.